This episode is proudly sponsored by The Helix, a new innovation district located in New Brunswick, New Jersey, the heart of the Northeast Corridor. The Helix provides a critical ecosystem for innovation by offering a range of physical environments, a vibrant community of leading innovators, and a strategic central location on the Northeast Corridor. The Helix will uniquely mix workspaces, classrooms, laboratories, venues, and collaborative environments creating a dynamic community and setting for innovative minds. Universities, startups, Fortune 500 companies, entrepreneurs, researchers, and many others will all call the Helix home. Thus far, the Helix has assembled a community of innovative private and public organizations, such as Rutgers Health, the New Jersey Innovation Hub, RWJ Barnabas Health, Hackensack Meridian Health, universities from Ireland and Israel, and others. The Helix is where ideas will come to life. To learn more, visit helixnj.com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. From NJ.com and the Star Ledger, welcome to the Rutgers Rant. Your one-stop podcast for the Scarlet Knights. With your hosts, Steve Politi and Rutgers Insiders, Brian Fonseca and Pat Lenny. Let's start shopping. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the pod, the rant, our pick pod edition. Going to do some picks for the Temple game. We're going to play our favorite new game, the alumni game, Boomer versus Zoomer, where we embarrass ourselves and everybody involved. Uh, but first, let's do some updates. Let's do some news from the week. I think, at least for me, the biggest news, the most surprising news was an internet report that Dylan Harper might wait until the spring to make his decision. From This is from Trilly Donovan, who I was blissfully unaware of until this little nugget came out. And then I was shamed. I mean, you, you know who Trilly Donovan so it's like people were like, well, he doesn't he doesn't exist. I mean, what, what are you yelling at me for this? People were outraged. I didn't know who Trilly Donovan was. I didn't know who Trilly Donovan was, but apparently he's a major newsbreaker who thinks Dylan Harper's gonna is gonna make his announcement in the spring. Brian, I mean boomer versus zoomer, boomer versus zoomer, <laughs> boomer, boomer alert. Uh gosh, yeah, totally. No, okay, I'll own that. Totally. If I should have known who Trilly Trilly Truly Trudy Johansson was or whatever his name is. Um, all right. So Brian, give me some, give me the update here. What, uh, what do you think about that nugget? So you clearly don't read the athletic because Trilly Donovan had a profile in the athletic. Well, I know I read the athletic, but there's a lot of content on it. It's a big website. I must've missed that one. Well, you must've missed that one. And you must've missed Trilly okay. Donovan breaking every, every college basketball well, nugget yes, news. The, yes. The Texas tech coach. Is that who he, that's the big story he broke? Sorry. I that missed was, that as well. That was months ago, but every, okay. every transfer that happened in the off season, <sighs> Two days right. earlier, if you follow Trudy Donovan, got, I was on vacation. I've got I've got stuff to do here. Come of on, course, of course, Trudy of course. Donovan. You, you don't have time Great. to be following Trudy Donovan. Make course, up, course. use your name if you want to be taking. You want me to be taking you seriously here as a professional journalist. Anyway, how, how are we sure that his name is not Trudy Donovan? How do you know that? Because <laughs> I read. Because I went back and read the athletic story, Brian, like you told me to do. We got uh, now. I know it's not Trilly Donovan. They're trying to figure out who Trilly Donovan is because we've just got that much time on our hands here in society that we can play this game. 
Right. Personally, I think I like the anonymity of it. I don't like that he's able to use that to beat everyone to news, but I think the gimmick is kind of cool. One day I will introduce you to the underworld of college basketball reporting where there are a bunch of Troy Donovans and the like. Anyway, so Troy Donovan uh, has a report on Dylan Harper about his uh, recruitment, uh, throws one of my tweets with the great photo from Andy Mills in there. So I appreciate you, Trilly, for uh, shouting me out. And essentially, his, his point was that everyone got fired up that Dylan Harper was at Rutgers, which we talked about on the last pod, I'm pretty sure. We did. Yeah. And uh, But he kind of pumped the brakes there and said that he believes, per his sources, that Dylan Harper could still take visits to Auburn, which seemed like was way out of his recruitment for a while now, and uh, to Kansas, which was the recent reporting on that. There was some people on the Rutgers message boards. There was a user who Saturday night said Rutgers might have a special guest at the game Sunday. Obviously, he was proven right with Dylan. And then he said sometime earlier this week that Dylan was currently at Auburn, which got people up in a tizzy. Uh, I found no evidence of that whatsoever. He was doing some pickups games in New York and I believe training at Don Bosco with his brother. Uh, We're getting into the weeds here of a 16-year-old's recruitment. This is where we are. But the key part that you brought up that we all expected him to decide before November signing period. It seems like there's a possibility this drags out to the spring. A couple of people I talked to yesterday and in a couple of days ago don't seem to think that's impossible. They seem to think it's certainly possible. One person, actually a couple of people brought up to me, Cliff Omori, for example, the biggest recruit that Rutgers has gotten to this point, except maybe for Gavin Griffiths. He committed in February, I think. He really dragged that out as well. So it's not unheard of. It's not unheard of at Rutgers. Uh, it would not be good for anyone's health, mentally or physically, any of us, any of the fan base, anybody. But from what I can gather, it's certainly possible. And I would say, purely off of my own speculation here, the longer this drags out, it's probably not good for Rutgers, especially if you probably thought you could close this out before November. Uh, I, I still think he's going to end up at Rutgers. I still feel pretty good about that. But I don't know about you guys. The longer this drags on, I'm I the less solid I feel about it. Pat, you've covered a lot of recruiting. There's a reason why kids make this decision. It's just because it just becomes a massive distraction for the team they play on, for the family. It's a headache. It's stories like Trudy Johansson. You know, it's just stuff like this that people, right? I mean, this. Yeah. And it seems like my initial impression of Dylan Harper was that he was not a kid that was caught up in the hype. But that has completely changed in the last couple of months. I think he's eating this up like every other <laughs> high school celebrity now. But I don't know, man. This is it's just changed so much. Like recruiting, the the game of recruiting reporting has changed so much. Like e- even when I first got into the business 10 years ago, it was just like Okay, maybe this kid would. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Ten, ten years, years ago. Woo. Ten years ago. Sorry. Um, it was just, it was just simple. A kid made his decision and signed on the paper, and there weren't graphics and chat and mouse games. And now it's just like completely out of control. Everyone's an insider, and I'm just kind of sick of it, to be honest. <laughs> if it does, there's two things about this. It, 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 and I. This is the interesting part about it. It increases. The Dylan Harper brand, if he's out there and people are talking about, it, I don't know if he cares if he's 16, he cares about this, but you know, he'll be the focus of every recruiting rumor through until he decides. And number two, if he does wait into the spring, I'm finally gonna live out my long-awaited dream of opening a drive-through psychiatry practice in Piscataway. I mean, 
because people are going to people are just not going to be able to they're not going to survive this. I'm just I'm just going to open up a shop right there on you know by the golf course in Piscataway where you can just drive in. You can just pay me a hundred bucks and I'll give you free therapy right there because it, that that's going to be crazy. Yeah, and if you didn't know, Steve is also the psychologist of the NJ Advanced Media sports department as well. So he's he's good at the job. So <laughs> I've got I've got many got hats good. here, many hats, wearer of many hats. And if you can deal right. with us, he could deal with anybody. And look, it's just true. a quick nugget on Dylan Harper. I think people at Rutgers are – they themselves aren't really a fan of the circus either. And I think there is some – people would like that more attention being brought to those who are in the current class, which in case people forgot is ranked number two in the country uh, rather than the one that's still kind of out there and they're trying to get uh, – for us personally, there's we can't not talk about Dylan Harper, obviously, right? But – in the spirit of sure. mentioning the other guys in the class, uh, I was thumbing through Instagram before we got on, and I found something interesting. Uh, Ace Bailey posted on his Instagram story 12 hours ago. I did not see it till <laughs> now, somehow. Uh, a photo of him at the gym uh, wearing Rutgers branded sweatpants, and the caption is, love this S with all my heart. So, at least from, and this has been the case for months now, since he committed in January, it seems like Ace Bailey is all in on Rutgers, uh, which is a great sign for Rutgers because... Listen, if you, you somehow don't get Dylan Harper, Ace Bailey's a pretty good, pretty good consolation prize too. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I right. think of course, of course. Oh yeah, to calm the panic. I almost forgot about Ace Bailey. He's wearing my Rutgers sweatpants at a gym. <laughs> That's hot breaking news. Why did you and leave he loves with that? it? And he loves it. He loves, he loves it this. Point. S. He didn't yeah. he didn't say he didn't say I want to take these off and keep decommit. He said he loves them. So okay. I'm just trying to lighten it up, Steve. Good job. All right. Well played. Okay, injury news. What do we got? You guys are in practice. You got the uh, we get, get the sense that the uh, Nassim Brantley situation is unresolved and remains unresolved. But um, we have good news on injuries for this game. Is that correct? Sounded like Wesley Bailey's injury was was going to be resolved and that he might be back for this game. So that's a big boost for the Rutgers defensive line coming off the game. It, it sounded like Shiano was optimistic that. The two running backs, you know, could be in the mix again, Sam Samuel Brown and Aaron Young. So, yeah, I think uh, Rutgers is pretty healthy. And like you said, the Nassim Brantley eligibility issue is unresolved. But I heard some rumblings that it might be coming to a coming to a head at some point soon. Okay, well, it has to. I mean, we're yeah. one game. Eventually, it's just yeah. They, they have decided by not decided deciding. Yeah. All right. So, with that in mind, could be a full, pretty close to a full team against Temple. What can you tell me about Temple here? Uh, I know EJ Warner. I know it was a close game last year. Uh, I don't. You know, I mean, it's a program that they've been building. I remember when I got kicked out of the Big East, so I still think of Temple that way. Give me your breakdown, Temple. Go. Uh, not good. Uh, not not ideal to need a fourth quarter touchdown to beat Akron. I know they have a good head coach and Joe Moorhead. Uh, they do some funky things with their quarterback. I watched some of the highlights. Uh, but you probably should beat Akron by more than three points at home. One thing, EJ Warner had a solid game. The biggest thing that stood out to me, and I don't know if this changes your guys' opinions, he wears a glove on his throwing hand. What do you what do you guys think about that? What is that? Is that good? Is that bad? I know Teddy Bridgewater wore two gloves, and that's a name that makes Rutgers fans shudder. Thoughts on the glove? I don't know. It's 112 degrees out. I can't imagine wearing a glove in those circumstances, but all right. I got no opinion. If it helps, no opinion. Good for him. Did Kurt Warner wear a glove? I don't remember. I doubt I don't, 
you were alive during Kurt Warner's career. I don't know if I was. Uh, <laughs> good grief. Yeah. Good grief. <laughs> that was good. I give you credit for that one. I really do. That cuts. That cuts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. I, so the fact he's a good quarterback, I mean, I love the fact that, like, the fact that he, they have a quarterback makes everyone just com- automatically afraid of Temple for that one reason. Doesn't seem like they have much more beyond that defense, a little bit better than, than last year. It was bad. I mean, this strikes me as the the kind of team that Rutgers should just handle, though. It does. They should. Rutgers should handle this team. But uh, to me, it's a it's a matchup of conflict, uh, contradicting styles, and it comes like Temple can throw the ball all over the place. They're going to try to put up a lot of points, spread the ball around, whereas Rutgers is just going to try to slow it down, control the control the clock and tempo, like we saw last week. Mm-hmm. And to me, the game of football is all about dictating your style. And Rutgers should be the team that puts forth its, you know, its style of controlling the ball and, and dominating on defense. But I still think that Temple is going to try to throw the ball all over the place. I mean, Warner had 49 pass attempts. Was that right? Week. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's make our pick here then. Uh, it's 10. Is it still 10 points? Minus 10? I haven't checked, but I think it got bet down to nine. Let's go with nine and a half. It's down to nine. Nine and a half. Okay. Tempo minus nine and a half. I'll go first this week. I went first last week. I'm also 0 and 1 because I unwisely uh, took the points last week with Northwestern. Um, I just think that this, if, if they're not going to, this just strikes me as a game at home, big crowd. Rutgers is better. If you're not going to blow, blow out a team here by a few touchdowns uh, that you're not going to do it this year. This is the one I think other than of course, Wagner, um, I think the defense is going to score the fact that they're throwing the ball around. I think we're finally going to see that secondary come up with a pick six. That's my, this is my bonus prediction. If you can parlay that someplace in Delaware, take that one. Uh, I think it's going to be an easy win. I just, this is going to be a 30, I think 38, 10 kind of game. Um, I know that's a lot of points for Rutgers. I get it, but I think this is going to be one that they kind of established themselves early, come out uh, breezy day, get the two and O move on to the next one. Brian, yeah. Pat, who wants to go next? Yeah, I would uh, generally agree with you. I think while listening to Greg Schiano go on his diatribe about how Temple has all these great players, two Big Ten level backs, uh, disruptive defensive linemen, and all these great players, he did let slip that Temple has a young offensive line, uh, much like his, he said. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have a defensive front like Rutgers does, which terrorized Northwestern and can definitely terrorize Temple. I think that's a recipe for a tough day for the Owls offense. So I will go. I'm going to go with the same score I went with for the Northwestern game. It did well for me. I'll go 27 Rutgers, uh, 10 Temple. Okay. Pat? Okay. I didn't get my shutout last week. No, that's right. We were God, disappointed. I get it. it. Got to bring it up. Yeah. So close. You were 19, close. You were very close. Away, 19 yeah. seconds away. After Northwestern coach played that like he was, it was his Rose Bowl there, that right there, those last really 19 did. seconds. He really did. And Rutgers played it like it was its Rose Bowl as well, calling timeouts and stacking oh, the box. God. It was, it was yes. an incredible. Play. I was lied to about the fact that college football games are going to be shorter this year, by the way. We'll talk, <laughs> yeah. about, we'll talk about that another time. All right, go ahead. Okay. Like I said, uh, contri- uh, contrasting styles. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you guys a little bit here. I see Temple as a team that's. Last year gave Rutgers a little bit of trouble. Um, Warner looked really good against Rutgers last year. I think this is going to be a game that's a little bit closer than than you guys expect. I'm going to take Temple with the points. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, I still think Rutgers wins, 
but I'm going to go with 21-14, Rutgers. 21-14. All right. So chance to shake up the standings again. Very exciting, isn't it? All right. Good job, guys. All right. Experience the Heldridge Hotel, a luxury hotel that's perfect for both the business and leisure traveler. Ideally located within minutes of Rutgers University, the Heldrich is convenient to all the action and activities at SHI Stadium, Jersey Mike's Arena, and the Rutgers University campus. The moment you walk through the doors of the Heldrich Hotel and Conference Center, you know you're someplace different. A place with an independent spirit and a boutique vibe. A place where you can immerse yourself in your meeting or event as easily as you can the local culture. Located in the heart of the city, the Heldrich lets you experience all that New Brunswick has to offer. Whether you're coming to New Brunswick for a fun weekend with friends, in town for a Scarlet Knights game, or attending a business meeting, book your accommodations today at theheldrich.com. So let's go to the alumni game. Boomer versus Zoomer. All right, so... uh... I don't know if you listen, longtime listeners of the pod might have noticed that last week, um, Fonseca managed to get some music, background music for when Lanny was talking about the defense. He put in the Darth Vader theme. It's the first time we've successfully done this. I know this like seems like, you know, 1997 technology, but we managed, it was an incredible moment. And then he says to me, this is a great part. He says to me, we can do this again. Why don't we play some music? And I'm hoping the music is playing in the background now. Why don't we play some music for for, for Boomer Zoomer? And I, I immediately said, that's a great idea. Let's do some game show themes like Card Sharks or Tic-Tac-Doe. So even when I'm just suggesting random things, I am making cultural references to Brian for the second that he couldn't possibly know. I love it. So I hope the Card Sharks theme is playing right now because I know there's no chance, no chance in hell that, that Fonseca put on the television to watch card sharks during his life i watched a lot of the game show network when i was you did. in middle school i watched a lot of it okay. i do not think i've ever watched card sharks cards, to be honest okay. tic-tac-toe not tic-tac-toe no. okay. but that's on all the right. game show network not on you steve i will defend you okay. here that's good all right so last week we you you got one of the five we we have honed up to the fact that I, that I have I butchered William Jennings Bryan and I'm still getting angry emails from historians about that. Scopes trial lawyer William Jennings Bryan did not debate Abraham Lincoln, so the Temple situation and and I'm going to put the the over under a little lower, Pat. I'm going to put it on like five and a half because the Temple situation is that there really are not a lot of great alumni from Temple. I think there are a couple of gimmies again. But I thought that last week. So, Pat, five and a half. You're taking the over or the under. Like card sharks where you pick higher or lower. <laughs> there you go. Yes, you've seen it. I have seen it. That's I'm going to go over. Come on, over. You've got, you've got, You've got faith in him again. Um, I think I'm going to go over too. Yeah. Good, because I've I've studied every Temple alum from 1776 to 1824. <laughs> I feel like I have the entire demographic ready. I'm good to go. <laughs> All right, number one, I'm not giving you Bill Cosby, though. Just not oh, going to do no! it. No. That... no, I'm not giving you Bill Cosby. I but... spent 30 minutes studying Bill Cosby. But number one, you should get number one, Bob Saget. Uh, comedian and the father in the hit sitcom <laughs> Full House. Thank God. All right. And a, Good a very vulgar comedian, but... by the way, too. You should look up his stand-up. It's, it's, quite, uh, it's quite some. Look at this. Just flaunting his knowledge. Thunderous applause. All right. One point. All right, number two, two people here. Daryl Hall 
and John Oates. It's Hall and Oates, uh, musical duo. Yes, they yes, to yes, they went to Temple. Yes, they did. I love the graduate. Really? <laughs> All right, you your can, bonus you, point if you can name a song. You can name a song. That's good. I don't know. I'm not give you the point, but you can name a song. Come on. Okay, this is disappointing. Disappointing. Come on. Wait, okay, wait, wait. This is uh, this is the first song that came to mind. I have no idea if Hollow did this. Please don't laugh at me if I'm very wrong. That that song about Hello Darkness, my old friend, is that them? Oh, another <laughs> no? great oh. duo, but incorrect. Oh. He didn't do that, did he? I swear oh, to God, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's that uh, no Simon that and Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, what, what's so their even, most popular song? Hall notes. Rich Man Girl. Eater. Man Eater. Is that Rihanna? Touch. You make my dreams come true. I can't go for that. Private eyes are Private. watching you. Uh, that's a bunch of them. Yeah, but not. I'm sorry, but not. Uh, Hello, darkness, my old friend. That was a gimme. Oh, you got uh, it right though. Technically, you did get it. I just right. got. I just yeah, got the song. We're, gonna, we're gonna roll. Number three. And this is someone I didn't know because you're trying to tell me, you keep and telling me to go younger. Diplo. Oh, is this the the uh, the DJ? Yes, Diplo. that's right. Yes. <laughs> that number was a gimme. three. That should have been number zero. That was easy. Well, I'm a, yeah, I'm but, a big fan but again, because I did not know who it was. All right, so you've won it. So you, these two are these two are bonus. You're over the over. Number four is someone I think that everyone should know, but I'm guessing you're not going to know. But here we go. Norman Fell. Oh, what? Do you know Norman Fell? Fell. This you is Pat. A... You know Norman Fell is right? No, I do not. Oh my god! This is a politician. No. <sighs> Who's no famous, famous character actor, Mr. Roper on Three's Company. If you saw his face, you would know who Norma Fell is. All right. So that's okay. It's a tough one. And finally, number five. Again, this is there's not a lot of Temple alumni. Number five, David Brenner. That feels like a name I should know. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Can I get a hint? Well, you went you went deep on Bob Saget. You might you might be able to go deep on David Brenner if you can get Bob Saget. Was he the guy on Full House? Joey on Full House? No, I'm sorry. Incorrect. He was also another comedian of uh, uh, of his generation of the 80s and 90s. So uh, that's tough. But still, I think we've made progress, Pat, right? He it was he a good won. collection. He, he won. won. He won. Over. The, he won the yeah. over. Diplo was, Diplo was. Uh, Did you know Diplo? No. I, knew, I, I know the name. No. I think I would have said rapper, but yeah. yeah. No. Okay, DJ, he said it correctly. Yeah, That's a good job it. by him. Yeah. Nice work. Does, Te- does Temple have a clown college or something pumping out all these comedians? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that could have. The other one was, I guess, Ted Bundy spent like a semester. Oh, at, oh that's a good spent one. a semester good. at Temple. I almost put him in there, but I, I wanted to get someone a little bit more, spend a little more time there than that. Yeah, not not a lot of good alumni. Temple's got to work on this. Not a lot of good alumni in Temple. All right, Just great job, Wagner. Well, no, we got to reverse it on you, Steve. This is a surprise. I don't know if you were ready for this one. Uh, no, but the, oh, really? So this is the Zoomer part of the Boomer Zoomer segment. No. Uh, Pat had a great okay. idea. We were at practice mm-hmm. and we talked to uh, the Daily Targums, Josh Myers, and asked them, what, mm-hmm. are the, what are the kids saying these days? What are some of the slang words that are being thrown around? And we figured it'd be fun if we threw one of them at you just to kind of see, is Steve okay. up with the lingo? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, That's good. I like that. So we want to we want you to use the word in a sentence if you know it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I'm I'm ready. Prepare. All right. I have a I have a, a easy one I think and a mm-hmm. somewhat not easy one. Which one would you want? Okay. What would you? The what easy you one. I want. The, I would like the easy one. I'm sure you you've heard this one before, uh, mm-hmm. but cap. When so when something is called cap, when someone calls cap on something, something called cap on something. Okay. Hmm. C A P. Can C-A-P. I use it? Can, can I get the etymology? It's like a spelling bee. Can I? Can I use it? Can I get the de- definition, please? Uh, okay, cap. Um, you know, no, no cap. That's been said a lot. No cap. No cap. Oh, this is when someone doesn't have game. They don't have cap. I got no cap. Right. Mm, close. No. That that no. would have been good for the other one. Um, no. Cap is you're, when you call cap on something. You're saying someone is lying. Like oh, when, okay. Like uh-huh. when I say. I have a million dollars in the bank. Someone would say that's cap. So if or, I said that uh, I'm calling, uh, I'm calling cap on the fact that the kid from the Daily Targum would know no, no lingo. Is that a good? Is that a good way of using it? Like I can like. Uh, I'm trying to think of how to word that, but yes. <laughs> well, he does know the lingo cap. clearly. He's got cap. He doesn't. I'm not calling cap. I'm just saying he's got cap. Is what you're saying? What, is, no. what, what use that in the sentence? How would you use it in the sentence for me? So I'm prepared next. So it's just like you know, you if someone's lying, you call cap. Cal, you, call, you, want, cal, you call cap. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. And if right. you mm-hmm. are, if you are being serious about something, and you want mm-hmm. people to know that you're not lying, you end your sentence with no cap. No cap. No cap. Steve, right, what was I the, was very hard in the story. No cap. No. Cap. What was the what was the second? What was the harder one? Well, it's okay if we want to do both of them. Uh, Riz, do you want Riz is? No, no idea. Riz. It's short Riz. for something of a bigger word. Risque? No. What no, is no. Think it's in the middle. Riz. Of the word. Oh, it's in the middle of the word. Yes. No. Riz. Riz. No. So I'm, you mentioned um, it before. You said cap was having game, right? Oh. Yeah. Uh huh. So so Riz is the okay. middle of the word charisma. Oh, okay. So if so you have I've Riz, got, I got mad Riz. Yes, the exactly. Mad there Riz. You got Riz. You oh, can talk to okay. the ladies. No cap. There's... No cap. He got mad Riz. There you go. There it goes, Steve. That's hey. perfect. That's oh, perfect. Ah, all right. We're all learning. We're all Grandpa's learning. going to use that on the kids at the dinner table tonight. We'll see how that goes. Woo. I love it. I love it. All, all of our listeners will start using it at I the like tailgates. This. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see what other fun things Josh from the Daily Targums got to say. He's going to start making these up. You just know it. If he's, if he's, half, if he's half as funny as we think he is. All right. Good job. I like that. And like, come back at me. It's good. You did a great uh, job. You did better than I did with the alumni game. So, not really. No, I got them both wrong. No, you got Riz right. You you used them both in a sentence very quickly. To okay. your credit, you're just being nice, which which is more which is more than I did when you didn't get things right. All right, <laughs> good job. Anything else we got to talk about? Marcus is in the bowls, according to ESPN and uh, the experts. We're going to the quick lane. We're going to the. That was a, that was a fun little nugget. What else we got? Hey, we predicted that last week too, right? We said quick lane bowl and pinstripe mm-hmm. bowl. So right we away, were the first. jumping we were in the first there. We were the first. Yes. Apparently, Rutgers is contractually obligated to play in those two bowl games. They can't go anywhere else. Um, right. So I, I don't think we're going to the Bahamas. I did take a look at this week's games. My God, the Big Ten. You got to have some better teams on the schedule. Games on the schedule. I mean, Temple Rutgers is one of the better games. Come on. I mean, Delaware. You got Delaware, Penn State. I mean, you want LV Michigan, Richmond, Michigan State, UTEP Northwestern. I mean, come on. This is Charlotte, Maryland. 
this is the best one is Nebraska, Colorado. Obviously, that'll be a good one for just be could have been anybody at Colorado after last week, and it would be a good game. But slim pickings out there. So Rutgers could be uh two and zero in the Big Ten standings at the end of the week. Hammer UTEP money line. They're going to destroy Northwestern. Hammer UTEP that. Is, I'm not a this... gambling expert. It's UTEP, mm-hmm. I think, plus one and a half. But really? I was, That's it? Yes. yes. Wow. I would still dump my life savings into that, into that bet. It's a Northwestern bet. That's it. <laughs> totally. I mean, that's never been more obvious than that. <laughs> hey, I had Colorado. I had to Colorado. We successfully one. convert the fourth down fake punt this week. If I, if I hadn't deleted the DraftKings app many moons ago, I would I would be on there right now. Uh, okay. It's a Brian's credit. He did believe in Coach Prime. He did take the Buffs money line. I took it's it. True. Plus 700. Let's go. Really? I was in AC. I took Buffs money line. Uh, fifteen bucks oh. plus seven hundred made about one hundred fifty dollars. Then I blew all of it. So, and one one last thing, uh, Rutgers was the tenth most watched. Well, after the Clemson Duke game came out, the eleventh most watched game in college football last weekend. That shows, I think, more the power of CBS and being a standalone mm-hmm. game. I guess, but when you're on CBS, you get a lot more viewers than the Big Ten Network. Which Rutgers played Maryland on the Big Ten Network in their last game to end the last season. They got ninety seven thousand viewers. Ninety seven thousand and ninety seven thousand. On Sunday, they got 2.68 million. So Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's show the power of broadcast TV. And that couldn't have been, I mean, looking back on it, that couldn't have been a better infomercial for Rutgers, having McCourty's there, winning the game. I mean, the kid with the mustache. Everything came up Rutgers there. It was just a good, it was a, certainly a good thing. And this will be good, too. I mean, prime time, I get not the same audience, a lot of other games going on. But, you know, get to 2-0 and and people will be talking about you. So, those are the stakes. We'll be back on Monday to talk about it. Rutgers Temple. See you there at the stadium. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Rutgers Rant. To participate in the conversation and receive live updates about the Scarlet Knights directly to your phone, sign up at nj.com insider.